Long gone are the days where television held the concerns in captivating our teenage daughter's attention. Now we are competing with social apps like TikTok and Instagram, where influencers who gain millions of followers are now your teen's wise counsel. At a very young age, kids become aware of these platforms that are magical and intriguing. Pretty much everyone they know has an account in some or all of these social media platforms. So it's not surprising that you, mom of teen girl, are faced with the dilemma most parents face when considering whether your girl should have access to them. Today, I share three ways you can be armed to have these conversations around social media with your daughter. Mama, I know you are frustrated and confused about how to even approach your girl without having her give you any backlash or somehow causing any offense to her. You simply want to know more about her because for some reason, you don't even feel as connected to her. She talks less, not like how she used to, and you just wish things were different between the two of you. And you want to know whether or not things are going okay with her. That's really what you want to know. She just won't share with you. And that's the frustrating part of raising your girl. I want you to know that there is still hope. I want you to stop feeling frustrated with your current situation, and I want you to start equipping yourself with solutions to help you reconnect with your teenage daughter. I'm going to help you understand the changes happening in your girl. I'm going to help you shift your role in this season in teenhood and help you understand where exactly she is. You're going to have a crystal clear picture of who your daughter is in this stage, what she might be thinking, what she might be feeling, why the emotional outbursts. And I'm gonna teach you how to shift your role according to this season. It's something hard and you don't have to figure it out yourself. I'm gonna show you step-by-step what that's going to look like. And you're gonna learn a new way to create different communication pathways so that your girl can connect with you, feel like she belongs, feel like she's understood by her mama so that you both can grow closer. I want your relationship to flourish again. And by creating a space where your girl will be talking to you, built on trust, relationship, and connection. Mama, this is you. I want you to head on over to talk to your teen girl Dot com right now and let's get started. Are you ready? Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her, until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your teen, and create a safe space for her to go to, so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. 
Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. You know, Generation Z and now Generation Alpha, those who are born 2010 to about present, are hardwired for technology. Your 12, 13-year-old comes from a generation where iPads, iPhones were their educational toys. They, along with Gen Z, are smart as a whip, super fast. If you haven't noticed, if you spent some time with any Gen Alphas or Gen Zs, they're really smart, super fast, and probably could solve a lot of things quicker than we can, right? And you know what? 95% of teens have a smartphone. Yes, 95%. That's almost all teens, 13 to 17 years old, have a smartphone. And 90% have either a desktop or laptop computer. Well, nowadays, school is done on iPads or desktops. And rare do I find kids carrying actual textbooks, right? So, so much has changed in our time from when we were growing up in high school. I think I barely had a pager connected to my hip probably the last half of my senior year. And I recall those brick telephones weren't cool anyway to carry around. So I think it makes sense that a lot has changed since then. Things are faster, they're quicker and more efficient and efficiently designed. We also know our lifestyles have changed and so much of our life can function on an app carried on our phones. So it's no surprise that almost all teens have a smartphone. And mama, you have to admit, having a smartphone kind of alleviates our worry like our parents did. I mean, I actually know where my kids are and I can contact them at any whim. So I think that is a win for smartphones, but yet we are still contending with a lot of the things that we are facing that we didn't face as teenagers, right? 90% of teens 13 to 17 have used social media. That's 90%. 75% report having at least one active social media profile. And 51% report visiting a social media site at least daily. They're on it every day. And according to Pew Research Center in 2022, are on YouTube, 67% are on TikTok, 62% are on Instagram, and 59% are on Snapchat. Surprisingly and not surprisingly, 54% of teens say it would be hard to give up social media. 90% of teens have a smartphone in their hand, and we have 95% of those teens on social media It's no surprise that everyone is on it. It's no surprise that your teenager may have a friend or someone they know that has access to social media. Nowadays, my husband and I have led youth groups. How they connect is through the phone. It's rare to even have conversations face-to-face. They're chatting and laughing over texts that they text to each other when they're sitting next to each other or they're on their phone looking at reels, laughing at reels, or they're creating reels to put on social media, right? It is everywhere. What are the pros to having social media? Well, it's a way to connect with their friends, right? By doing reels together, doing something fun, 
staying connected when they're not physically together. Long are the days, you know, growing up, I would have friends come over and that would be our daily thing. We'd have friends come over for get togethers. Nowadays, they have technology to have their get togethers. My daughter has spent time on FaceTime hanging out with her besties, even when they're miles and miles apart. It's exciting yet kind of different from how we grew up, right? And we can't help mamas but think how things could be so different for us because we know what it was like to grow up with gatherings person to person. It's just different for them. And it's very difficult for us to understand the generation that's growing up with technology, right? Some of the other pros is they remain connected with friends that may have moved, right? Like my daughter, family members from other parts of the country or even the world, right? And I think about, I come from a military family and I rarely heard from my dad unless it came from snail mail and he would be gone months and months. And nowadays, families can remain connected even when their dads are deployed through technology. So that's a a pro, right? Even understand, like dads can connect and see what's going in the family through social media and feel like they're not missing out as well. It's entertaining. It's a creative outlet for them. And they get a sense of having their own voice with social media. Not only is it educational when they're watching YouTube videos like makeup tutorials or even how-tos, like how we use it, Mama, they do have its benefits. It can be an educational tool. Some of the cons... It can be addictive, replaces true social interaction. They have a decline in social skills and interaction skills. It's a platform for bullying, pedophilia, and unhealthy relationships that can develop online. They can have access to inappropriate content or mature content. So those are the cons. One thing I know that cannot be avoided is whether or not social media will go away. Actually, I think it will elevate itself to a form that is more interactive and can highly be addictive. And as responsible parents, we can't just allow our girls to have free reign on social media and hope for the best, nor is it completely okay to completely ban social media. The reality is that it's here The reality is, is that 95% of teens have it. So the likelihood of your daughter's friends being on social media and she being exposed in that way is very high. So why do I give you these stats? Because it's to educate you, mama, to know that social media is highly influential in the generation your girl is living in. Not only is it highly influential for us mamas, your girl is being exposed to it at school, through friends, through family, wherever she is, you can almost guarantee somebody next to her is opening up a social app. So what do we do as a mom in a world that is surrounded by social media access? Well, I remember when my kids wanted a social media account. Funny, it was really my girl, the youngest, that wanted it more. My boys didn't really care for it in middle school and maybe not until late high school because boys are just different too. They don't care for the social aspect of social media. 
They are very um, straightforward. If they were to just take pictures and post it, it really was no big deal. They weren't there to socialize. They were there just to post what they wanted to post, right? If they wanted to interact with people, this is what my bullies would say, I would just call my friend, which is true. And so although technology in social media isn't utilized by my boys, I would say they definitely use it during video games and connecting with their boys their friends while they're playing their video games in that way. So it was really my girl that was super curious about social media. So mama, I'm going to share with you three things about having these conversations around social media. Now that you know it is unavoidable and that we can try everything in our power to block social media from our kids But I also want you to know that the reality is, is if she's social with other kids, that she will be exposed to social media. And so instead of coming it from a black and white stance, maybe we can reconsider how to have those healthy conversations and those healthy boundaries to set up your daughter well in preparing her about social media responsibility. So I'm going to give you three ways to do that. Number one, set up boundaries around social media. We know it's unavoidable, 95%, and we're competing with that. Set up boundaries around social media. That means consider when, what age, maybe maturity level, right? The longer, the better. The longer you can push social media, the better. Even if she is exposed to it through friends, she won't be on it constantly, right? For us, we pushed it to 13. She was not allowed to have social media at until she was 13. Again, I would even also suggest consult with other parents in the same age group as your girl about how they handle social media. However, with that in mind, be your real be realistic with it, right? For us, it was 13. And we felt that that was the age we were going to give her a phone, allow her to have a smartphone was 13 and be responsible for one. Now, do I just throw the app onto her phone and allow her to have at it? No, it came with specific boundaries, right? And one way you can set up these boundaries is by giving specific levels of privileges. And what would that look like for you guys? right? It has to be earned. It has to be earned. With responsibility comes more independence, right? So an example is at 13, you allow her access to social media. And so what we did with our daughters, we allowed her one social media app that she can, or platform, I should say, that she can have access to. And it was, uh, not TikTok, it was Instagram. Instagram was her first Uh, social media platform. But that platform was downloaded on my phone so that I had control over when she used social media. You know, I could also just peek into her social media profile and see what's happening on there, right? Granted, this is 13 moms. This is not a 17-year-old having access to social media. It's going to look a little different, but We want to gradually allow more and more privileges as she shows more and more social media responsibility and maturity around it to eventually at 18, you know, she has full 
reign to her own social media platform. She's an adult because quite frankly, by then you cannot control it. You can't control it. You have no say. And what better, just like dating, what better to help guide her into social media responsibility, be aware of her own behavior, to set some boundaries for herself, right? It's hard enough as a grown woman to set some social media boundaries for myself, let alone a 13-year-old who is hungry for that, right? Give some specific levels of privileges. Example is at 13, download it on your phone. Maybe allow 20 minutes. If you want her to sit next to you while she's on it, that's fine. But because it's on your phone, you can have access to what she was looking at, like who her friends, uh, maybe the private messages that she has, if she has any private messages, right? You can look through that and scroll through that. But you can also say, you know, if this is her first exposure to uh, a social media app, there are no DMs here. This is purely for you to look at posts, message your friends, and it's going to be a private account, right? So it is up to you how, how much boundaries you want to put around it. But one thing I do suggest is that you do allow her to have it at a certain age, because there's nothing like it to to allow her to have social media and she just goes buck wild with it and has has had no guidance around it, right? So that is how we can be responsible uh, parenting in around social media is not completely denying her it, but putting some realistic boundaries. And those boundaries and pr- privileges, levels of privileges start to increase as she shows maturity, responsibility around them. Right. The ultimate goal is for her to be responsible for her own social media account by the time she's 18. And the second is share those boundaries with your girl. Start with where you're going to start at and make it fun. Make it a privilege. Sometimes kids feel like it's they're entitled to having social media because everyone else has it. Right. But why don't you flip the script and make it a big deal about being responsible, right? Responsible for having a social media platform, having access to it, and that congratulations, you're old enough to be at this level of access. Communication is key here so that she understands why her boundaries are limited, maybe compared to her friend who has full access to social media, right? Because in your home, these boundaries are to protect her from the cons of social media. But the responsibility is for her to enjoy the the pros of it, staying connected with family, being able to have a voice, right? But she also, after you... um go over the boundaries with her, she must agree, right? She must agree to your boundaries or she's just not ready yet. And that's okay. Maybe visit it in another three months. But allow the opportunity for her to have access to social media because she's going to find a way anyway, mama. And the best way to do it is around boundaries and responsibilities and allowing you to guide her through it. So she must agree. Be open to any questions. So when you have this conversation, be open to any questions she might have. 
It might be sassy questions, but it's still a question. She's curious about these boundaries. What's, what's allowed, right? What's not allowed? And she's trying to gain clarity of the expectations you have. She may have pushed back and that is okay. She'll probably challenge your boundaries. Like so-and-so gets both TikTok and Instagram and she's my age. Why do I only get one, right? But be confident in why. So when you set those boundaries, already know your reasons why. Teens are pretty smart to understand that this is the reason why you're, we're doing that. She'll probably scoff at it, but eventually over time, she will understand, right? She will understand the reasoning to this. And, you know, it's really for her own health, right, Mama? Mental health, that you keep these boundaries and are consistent with them, right? She will challenge you with your boundaries, but be confident why. It's not at all to control her, but to give her what she needs at the time. It's not to control her, but it's to give her what she needs at the time. And who knows better than mom and dad, right? Number three, be consistent in your boundaries. Don't give in. Don't give in, mama. That requires doing some checks and do them openly. If it means I'm going to look on my phone in front of her and say, oh, what's this message? Who's this message from? You know, and it's not a who's this message from accusation type of uh, question, but more of a curiosity type of questions. In our Talk to Your Teen Girl framework, we talk about tone and how it matters and body language matters. And even sometimes the type of words we use can come across very judgmental. And so if we can come across out of as a, out of a posture of curiosity, they're likely to feel less judged and will honestly answer that question. But being open about social media around your daughter is key. Doing checks in front of her so she knows that you do do checkups allows her to be held accountable. To be held accountable that she is behaving on social media. She wants to be responsible. She wants to keep her privilege, right? And be okay with asking about people she follows or who follows her. I do this all the time, especially when boys follow my daughter or she follows a boy. I always ask like, oh, who's this? How did you meet this person? What school does he go to? Blah, 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 blah. How do you know this person? And that is exactly what I want from her. It's like, how do you know this person? Do you know this person in real life? Because that matters to me. And I want it to matter to her. Also consider expanding the boundaries when she's consistent with her behavior and time. Over time, if you feel like she's being very responsible with her time, She's sticking to the 20 minutes and keeping it private. And the people that she follows and that follow her are the people she knows in her life, right? Or family members that are abroad. Allow her maybe, okay, let's increase it to 45 minutes and see how you do. Or maybe transferring her, maybe this could happen when she's 14, transferring the app over to her phone, but you still have full access to it, right? So you can help monitor, help guide. And this is the most important thing I want to say about being consistent in your boundaries. Have the talks about being on social media. Have the talks about being on social media. 
things that are happening with her friends. I do this too, with, even with my daughter now because she's away and she chose to miss her senior year. But I also notice on social media, her classmates are having homecoming. And so the next time I talk to my daughter, I ask like, hey, I noticed I saw on Instagram that everyone's having homecoming. How do you feel? It's so important to have these type of talks of what's portrayed on social media and what's happening in real life and what she's thinking. It helps with mental clarity, allowing her to check herself if she's uneasy. And even for us, mama, to do a check on them and to help support and encourage them in some of the decisions they're making and maybe feeling FOMO, you know, feeling left out. And that's, you know, that's going to happen in social media when you start to see things you're missing out on. But to have those healthy conversations of what that looks like for them, what it's making them feel like, and maybe even creating some boundaries like, hey, maybe we could step away from social media for the weekend because then all the homecoming posts will be done. And she doesn't need to dive into that mental FOMO rabbit hole that she may or may not be experiencing, right? So having those talks about being on social media is so important. Maybe even talking about some of the trends, right? Like some of the trends that are happening uh, with makeup or even some of these dumb trends that people are doing, like the kicking of the door or the cinnamon. I remember back then when my kids were in high school, my older kids, the cinnamon challenge and being aware of those and talking to you, your daughter about that because that really impacts real life. This is also a great time to see whether or not she's feeling bullied by somebody on social media. It's so funny that people can hide behind a phone and speak their mind and not know the ramifications of what that can cause somebody else because it's so easy to do, right? So having those conversations around social media allows you, mama, a proper way to guide her, one, and know whether or not you know, help her set some boundaries around social media, right? And help her assess how social media is affecting her. Those are realistic boundaries and talks around social media, as opposed to just plain out avoiding them, because it does your daughter no good to be able to handle the social pressures, the social um, implications and that happens with social media, but to be able to have her have limited access or boundaries around the access as she gets older, increasing them, but having those important talks around social media is vital because this allows her to reassess how it makes her feel and the types of boundaries that are necessary around them. And also talking about whether or not they're believing the lie that social media portrays whether they're believing the lie that social media portrays, that we need to help ground them back to the truth of who they are, that social media does not dictate or does not have permission to dictate who they are, right? So mama, there you have it. Social media and the conversations around them. What is your next step? Is it going and considering whether or not you should allow her to have social media? Maybe you were the mom that, says, nope, absolutely not. I'm not going to allow it at all. And she's probably at the age where everyone else has it and she's probably finding a way to do it or she's just really resentful. 
because she can't. So maybe instead have some boundaries set up before you introduce it to them. And what is that going to look like? Maybe it's having those conversations. Maybe you did allow her to have social media and now you're pulling back and saying, gosh, this is really out of control. I need to set some boundaries and I need to share those boundaries with my girl. It's going to be a hard conversation, but you can do it, mama. You can do this confidently. And, or maybe it's being consistent. Maybe you do have boundaries. It's just being consistent in applying those boundaries, visiting those social media accounts, asking about the people that are on social media, holding her accountable to how she feels around it. Maybe it's addicting, right? Maybe it's a little addicting and she needs somebody to tell her, hey, let's block off time to just allow you to be on it. But if you find yourself always trying to open up your app, maybe we need to take it off during a certain amount of time. Whatever it may be, mama, go do it. This is necessary conversation because 95% of your teens, of our teens here, are on social media. So go and have that conversation. If you feel like you need some help around it or even just clarifying what kind of boundaries should I set around it or how do I even ask the right questions and share this conversation with my daughter, go to RaisingHerConfidently.com. We can book a discovery call and make a plan of how we can walk alongside each other to communicate this, this exact thing. I got you, mama. Let's do this. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.